1: Guys, trigger warning, there's going to be mention of suicide. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Oversharers podcast brought to you by Callie and Harbour. This week, we have a very exciting episode. Indeed we do. This episode features a husband.
0: Oh, it's af- always a husband. affair.
1: Oh. A suicide note. Oh, the middle of- And not knowing what's real anymore. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, without further ado, Hother, how was your
0: week? (laughs) I've been very sick. Guys, can you hear the nasal in my voice? I've literally... You know what happened? On Friday, I was very happy-go-lucky, got in my bed, and I just had the worst fever and chill just hit me. It didn't... I didn't even... You know normally when you can sense you've got a cold, Mm. it just came like that.
1: What, no warning signs?
0: No warning sign. The whole weekend I was in bed no literally and then I ran away to Colton's house on
1: Sunday found her in my house wearing a bonnet
0: <laughs> oh my god guys the way I came out the house and then I went out with my friend Yasmin to go drop something off in, in a far away place from my house in a bonnet and a in bar in a secret too. location <laughs> in a secret location which you shall soon find out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <coughs> oh god sorry oh she's Ew. still sick anyway i was wearing a bonnet and a barty and a cardigan and a hoodie it was just crazy i and then and then my friend said to me yasmin i know you're listening she made me wear a mask in her car because she was like don't get me sick can no, you believe it's that true. but it's true i actually you did wear, wear children.
1: it that's true that's true
0: but yeah i've just been sick but Colton had a very fun weekend i
1: spent the weekend in the countryside oh to, yeah i went to norfolk Nice. Was the beach pretty? The beach was pretty, but I feel like it would look a lot nicer in the summertime. It reminds me of Berbera. Really, I feel like, but the last time I remember Berbera, it was like a very black beach. No, 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 no. Well, so, when I see images of it, it
0: doesn't. Oh no, but like, but that's because it was I feel like very it was a hot that time that we went to. Yeah, it was well. very hot. Yeah. The beach was
1: so hot, and it was really like it was littered.
0: And in order to run to the water, you had to get through the black, scorching. Sand. Sand, yeah, and it was like hopscotch, like doff doff
1: doff. Oh my god, your memory is so vivid. I didn't even remember. Yeah,
0: that. That's a cool memory. But anyway, mind. that's
1: what it reminded me of. Um, there were no black people around.
0: Oh, in Norfolk, yeah, not one.
1: Not nice, just, in coloured. Just the, just the security guard in Tesco. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's always one security guard everywhere, isn't it? Oh,
1: that's cute. Did you say hi to him. No. Oh. I was just like. I was there: I was in survival mode.
0: It really. Was like, it was like
1: a scene from Get Out.
0: Oh, you were just like, let me just get what I need yeah, and get out.
1: before I like upset anyone because I'm brown.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: No BME in Norfolk. What's going on, guys? I know. Well, I feel like, th- surprisingly though, we didn't have any problems. Like, nobody said anything to us. Yes. Um, No one stared at us. Nice, nice. They're just, they're quite il white yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Do you know no what I mean? get How do you
0: say il in English? il in English is, um... wow.
1: Modern. No. Mm,
0: not modern. But modernized, no. Modernized,
1: no. No, there's another word I can just—it's on, on the tip of, of my... my tongue as well. Ilbāh.
0: What is it when someone's ilbāh? Progressive,
1: exactly. Progressive, perfect word. Yeah, they were quite progressive. You know, there's a lot of
0: anxiety about going to staycations in the other parts of uh, England because you feel like you, you might, might die, you might not be accepted. But really, <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, when we went to Kent, it was okay.
1: Yeah, like Kent. But Kent
0: is a bit close to London.
1: But they're still like. There's still, like, the anxiety that someone's just going to be, like, back to your... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can sometimes see when, like, somebody's irate by you.
0: (laughs) Oh, by the way they look at you. You can anticipate it.
1: I don't think we got that in Kent. But I don't know, I'm thinking back to, like, Colster's graduation. I feel like there were, like... Really? I don't know. I don't remember. Not at the university, but just in Canterbury.
0: (laughs) I don't know. But, I mean, Norfolk, well done. Yeah, I had know, a good weekend. He survived. Yeah, yeah. She came back. I'm not piece. gonna lie. When Katsun came back on Sunday, she was gone. I was so tired. She gave me two words. was like, "Yeah, I'm tired. I'm gonna go no, to sleep." I was so... like, "Damn, Colton you know is when
1: you're like, tired. social batteries are
0: just gone." Like, I just, I don't even know. You know what I felt like made you tired? The journey back. Oh, it's always the journey back that makes me tired from like an adventure.
1: Even on the way there, I was so knackered. Like I was just like.
0: What? Did you even rest though when you went there?
1: Yeah, like, I, I, I feel I feel like I slept really well. Um, I feel like I ate really well. Nice. But I don't know. It's just something about long journeys that just finishes Check me. You out. And I feel sorry for the driver. Shout out to the driver because she must have been like. She she
0: drive there and back.
1: Yeah.
0: God damn! Shout out to you. Anyway, anyway guys, yeah, we're gonna yeah.
1: cut this short because this is um, the scenario
0: is heavy. Yeah, and we love it.
1: It's a big scenario.
0: Right, let's get started.
1: husband says his affair partner committed suicide, but she's still active on social media. I don't know what's real anymore. My husband had an affair with a woman who was a high level executive at a tech company for at least a year. I found out in January of 22 and he broke it off with her and we started couples therapy. He made it clear that he wanted our marriage to work. Last night, he told me that a few months after he broke up with her, she committed suicide. He said she kept reaching out to him for months after he broke up with her through her friends and through different phone numbers and that he kept blocking. He says she attempted suicide at least twice in that time. I guess he tried to help, but it didn't work. Oh God! Her ex called him in May of last year to say that she had taken her own life and that she left instructions that he was to read my husband the suicide note. Husband featured very prominently in it, though the main reason she cited was a toxic work environment. No one would tell him when the funeral was because the note said she didn't want him to know. He said lawyers called after that and told him she left him five million, which he turned down. So it went to charity instead. He said friends of hers kept calling months later to try to get him to contest the will, though I don't understand why they would care. In any case, husband tells me all of this just last night, months after the fact, and I try to comfort him because that has to be devastating. But here's the thing. She's still active on LinkedIn, and I don't think it's just a bot. She gave a... De- <laughs> 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 Guys, I'm sorry. You can hear my nasally laugh. <laughs> <but> what the <laughs> hell? She gave a detail... <laughs> 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 like, I can't. So she, oh wait, pause.
0: So she's still active on the LinkedIn.
1: Yeah, and she said I don't think it's a bot. Anyway, okay. well let's let's continue. She gave a detailed recommendation for someone like two weeks ago, and received one in return, talking in detail about her work over the last year. Multiple posts in the last month alone, even from other people talking about meetings they had with her, that's the only social media she ever had, so there's nothing else for me to check. I don't know if he lied to me or if she lied to him, but either way, I'm losing my freaking mind over here. Is she alive? Is she not? Is it even any of my business? Do I try to track down a death certificate? Call her office and see if she still works there, and if she is alive, what then? Is that better? Do I tell my husband or do I take this secret to my grave? These are just some of the questions that are running through my head. I don't actually want her to be dead, but if she's alive, it would mean that she put together an incredible elaborate scheme and got multiple people in on it, all to convince him that she killed herself, but that he was only partially responsible. It makes no sense. It makes me feel crazy like how I felt during this affair before I finally had enough proof that he couldn't possibly deny it. "'I knew something was wrong, but he swore I was just paranoid. "'Months of lies like that work their way into your brain. "'You question everything you think "'because you can't tell what's real anymore.' This just brings all of those feelings right back to the surface and on top of that I feel so selfish for even questioning it. A woman died, what is wrong with me that I would even consider the possibility of some giant conspiracy like this? I just want this to stop, I want to go back in time and unknow all of this. Maybe I should just leave it to be but I feel like if I could just be certain of the truth, whatever the truth is, then all of these feelings would stop. I can't talk to anyone about it because none of my friends even know about the affair. And because, let's be real, I'm a horrible person for even thinking this might be true. I'm probably just subconsciously trying to relieve my own guilt Mm. or something. But I needed to tell someone, so now I've told all of you. It didn't make me feel any better. Life sucks. I want to scream. Update. (gasps) There is no obituary. No evidence of her death online at all. There should definitely be something. Update number two. What? I looked up his phone records and her ex-husband has been calling him a couple of times every month. I am now even more confused than before.
0: This is a murder mystery. What, what is going I... on? This just doesn't Read make... the comments on the thing. What does it say? So
1: someone said, are you sure your husband didn't make this all up so that you would start feeling secure in your marriage again? She's dead now and no longer a threat to your marriage. Valid. My suggestion, look up her current employer on LinkedIn and call the office and ask to be connected to her. <gasps> oh my God. Oh, my God. Where is the proof of the five million? Where is the copy of the note? Exactly. Where is exactly. the copy of the death certificate? Who else thinks husband is spinning many lies?
0: <gasps> oh, my God. Imagine he did all of this and he's still seeing her. Oh, my God. Because let's... Can we just... Think, this reminds me of Gone Girl a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But Gong Girl is an amazing movie, by the way. You guys need to go watch it. But the other thing I was going to say is... There's so many, like... Hey, turn down five million. I, I would never turn no, down five million. <laughs> this cost of living. Thank I electricity, I would never turn... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no. I actually thought that in my head while you were reading. I would never turn it down. I would never. But then again, you're the reason why she died. So why would you accept it? But even though I wouldn't care, that's five million. Do you know what I mean? That's going to set are me we up just, for life. Are we just hungry for money? What is it? What would you guys do? But anyway, <laughs> let's not digress. We need to figure this out.
1: I'm right. so confused right now.
0: This sounds to me like an elaborate ploy to get the mo- to get I'm just going to say the mother to get the wife to accept him again and to feel bad for him because of the because of the situation because it doesn't make any sense. And also, that's something I would do if my husband cheated and his so-called mistress died suddenly because of him. Um, I would check on. I would, would investigate. I would investigate her, all her social media to see, you know, who's mourning her. Exactly.
1: The people. Facebook messages of people that she knows. Usually there is a message yeah R. I. P. I'll, I'll type r.i.p her first and last name on twitter
0: exactly something will come up exactly Or the all the company that she works for will make a little st- a little statement on their website to say this so-and-so has died exactly. you know send their best wishes blah blah blah.
1: yeah or something say something would be like present. we're holding a memorial service for her
0: exactly and did she not work with him yeah so they work together where's the memorial service exactly it just doesn't make any and also how is he dealing with this that seems would be, fine there would be a lot of guilt in me if I had an affair and the person that I had an affair with killed themselves exactly. because of the situation that we created and it doesn't
1: sound like he's got a lot of guilt no he doesn't it just seems like he's cruising by yeah it's just like he's getting on with life no this is no he's I think she's still alive And I think they're still together, (laughs) and they're living a life elsewhere. And I think he's lied to. I
0: I think he's lied to them both to keep his actual wife secure. Yeah, because no woman actual wife he wants
1: to have his cake and eat it exactly.
0: Because what woman would stay with him after he said to her, "Sorry, I told my wife that you killed yourself," and made up this elaborate ploy that you've given? What does her five million have to do with her killing herself? Why would she give him five million? Yeah, wouldn't to make the family up the be pissed
1: off at the fact that he's you know he's it to? He's come up multiple times in her suicide note. Should they not like blame him? Like, because that's what a family would do. Like, if somebody, but then if she's
0: written it in her will before she died, Why then would she they put can't 5 contest. Oh, she contest likes they... him. yeah.
1: It just doesn't make sense. I know. And then he I said no. he's telling four really, I think he's telling four And
0: then well. the fact that he's trying to make himself out to be very charitable mm, and, let's and like donate a good charity. human being—I'm do donating you know. the five million, not even donating a million to charity and keeping four.
1: Something sounds off.
0: What do the comments say? I the watch, people of
1: Reddit are wise and yeah, they know all. I'm telling they you, they said get a private investigator involved. Oh my god. It's blown up the case. Someone said I would run a full background check on the wife's ex-husband. True, because why is I he I have to want... wonder if the ex-husband is, is even real. Is the affair partner
0: true? <gasps> oh,
1: oh my, my god. god! You, know you could also do a background check on her. If you know everything about her, there are sites online that give you all public information on someone. Okay, there's a lot of there's a lot of background checks. I make. just
0: think. Her her need, her gut feeling has made her realise something's not right here and she needs to investigate. She has
1: to Oh should we see if there's part two. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god. All she's done is updates, but I need an actual part, part two. two. Oh god, no, that's not the one. Okay, here we go. Click on her name. Guys, ten, Reddit ten, is ten, an amazing ten. place. Oh she's only got the one.
0: Oh, when was this posted? This was posted twenty-one oh. hours ago. Oh, we shall be patient fresh top honestly I just think the length men would go to hide a lie and an affair to this point you must be a psychopath I'm right. actually telling you you've got the energy to come up with this in, this huge lie
1: <laughs> it's just made me laugh that she died but her LinkedIn is active
0: I'm like my girl's progressive bloody hell she's working from the grave capitalism is chasing her in her akhira. what the hell <laughs> she needs to pay rent I still need to
1: pay for my dues the tax man is still coming for me no, that's
0: crazy. No, that's... it. Honestly, it leads more to the fact that he might be lying.
1: No, it does. Because it's like, I think this affair has come out. She's left her current job, the one that they were working with together. And then she's, she's gone off to do her own thing. And I feel like this guy to absolve himself of feeling any guilt or, try, or losing his wife, because they are in couples therapy and maybe she's, maybe she's pulling back. He's made up this whole thing. Elaborate lie. Mm. But then the people that are in on it... But then are they just coming from him? So he, he might, might have telling someone to say she's left you five million, she's what killed herself. Her. He's come up with this enormous plan and not just live with
0: the fact that he had yeah, an affair. Fa- exactly. Like this is even worse for me. This is actually crazy. If that
1: is the story. Yeah. Cause
0: I can't comprehend. Or why would someone why would someone say <laughs> Imagine she put in her will, keep my LinkedIn alive. And working.
1: Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Was it like, use my... like, But that's, that's in fact, it's fraud. I don't know. I don't know I what don't to believe. Know. Do you think he's contacted someone, paid actors, to say, you need to contact to me create the celebrity. and say that my the person that I was cheating with has committed suicide and she's left me five million in her will? You know
0: what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, put, I, it I wouldn't put it past people, you know? <laughs> <laughs> people do some messed up shit to get away from, to get away with stuff i know i just think yeah the husband that's calling might be her mm. and he saved her as that number because i don't have she doesn't have any other person giving her any sort of information um except from him mm. it's all coming from him that's Wait, go back another to the story that's
1: another red flag because even with the five million and stuff, she said the family were contesting it. But that information's coming from him. Exactly. It's not coming from the family. Or he could pretend he could be pretending to be on the phone to the family. And how, sick. Oh, <laughs> how sick. Oh, she needs to start going through his phone.
0: <laughs> no, but she mm. no, she needs to do more investigating.
1: No, she needs to do more. So she keeps saying husband tells me.
0: Exactly. It's him
1: coming from the horse's mouth it's not coming from he a said third party. he said friends of hers kept calling so it's all he's oh no this is so creepy if
0: he's done this this is sick. this is crazy but i also have it have to give it to him this is this is literally he
1: says she attempted suicide so it's all he said yeah it's but not her not to, no she needs to she needs to use her brain academy award goes to this man
0: it's <laughs> amazing for 2023 no this but you is know what it's actually amazing he needs to go for a new a new job a new career, right? This is wow. the answer. this is
1: Brad Pitt in the making. Like what the hell? Like this is actually incredible. <laughs> he's made this all up. I have reason to believe he's made this all up just to keep his wife, just to keep her kishti, just to keep her sweet. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to find the bit about the will. So basically, he said lawyers called after that and told him she left him 5 Oh my
0: God. Oh Guys, this is a blatant lie. No, this is. He's a- lying to her. Yeah. Darling. You know what she needs, that woman? <laughs> <laughs> you remember when Lee cheated? Who's Lee? <laughs> Lee from Big Brother. And he oh, yeah. Going, Casey, he's she, mugged she, you off. He's mugged you off, is love. Is it Casey? Yeah. I don't know. Casey. And her mum came in, darling. He's that Lee, he's he mugged you, you off. off. That's exactly what's happening to her. She needs, she needs her mother. She needs to wake up, wake up from the delusion of forgiving the husband. He is a
1: sociopath. <laughs> he's actually insane.
0: Well, lie. if someone can go to this elaborate <laughs> level to hide, to hide a fucking affair, <laughs> he can kill you and get away with it. Well, lie, he can murder you tonight and he can come up with a ruse and say you left and
1: you killed yourself oh do you know what's so sweet she just she trusts him so much after like for him to be able to say all of that and believe him and he literally cheated her cheated on her prior how sad is that like how can you trust this man to be spewing this to you and you're not second guessing it after he like did the ultimate betrayal so I don't know. Do I blame I this lady for not using her intuition? I mean, she I feel like she's come to Reddit because her intuition is telling her yeah. that something's wrong.
0: I don't think there's a blame game. I just think she needs to wake up. And also the fact that he said he's doing couples counselling with her. Like, you would want to believe him. But, boy, this is. she's going to need her own therapist for this to get out of this situation, I'll tell you that. <laughs> because it's a whole nother situation. It's
1: I just, I don't even know what to say or that I don't even know what
0: to say. Darling, you need to wake up and smell the coffee. (laughs) Is that a saying? (laughs) You need to wake up and smell the shah, okay? The chai latte. (laughs) And that means you need to do some more investigating. Go on his laptop. Go, go on his, on his phone, phone. Figure out who the husband is. Get a is, private
1: investigator. Get a
0: PI and you find need out to where
1: this woman is. Find out the location that she's sending these LinkedIn messages from.
0: She needs to call the workplace and, and be like, her "Details. But what's no going being on?"
1: Because data protection. But she needs to call the workplace and say, "Hi, can you put me through to them?" Exactly. Of the if she hears her voice on the and other end like, of she's like, "Hello." Place, <gasps> Hello, this is Shock so-and-so. How can I help
0: horror. you? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Are you calling from the grave? <laughs> Stop the Anyway, guys. Um, yeah, this is mad. This is mad. This is literally... This is, this is a poster card, a t-shirt for do not trust your husband. Yeah. I'm going to send
1: this scenario to you so that I can put it in the description.
0: Righty-ho,
1: ladies. That was a quick and easy one, wasn't it? Thank you so much for uh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to our first scenario. Please stick around for uh the next scenario <laughs> which should be on YouTube the following week. Is that how you say it? Boom. Somehow.
0: So this scenario was sent in by one of our listeners. Um, trigger warning there is non consensual content in this scenario. Um, so we will try and help our sister as best as we can. So yeah, let's continue. So the title is I Divorced the Sexual Predator Who Prays Five Times a Day. Assalamu alaikum, sisters, Kelly and Harba wa alaykum assalam. Wa alaykum as-salam darling. I love hearing the Overshares podcast on my drives. Your voices are so lovely, mashallah, and you two are filled with a lot of compassion. I felt drawn to share my story.
1: So sweetheart. I really love
0: you. Please be warned that this is actually going to be quite long, but it is context heavy i'm writing my story from a muslim country in southeast asia and it's up to you whether or not you want to provide advice to this i just want to share my experience because it's a very cautionary tale for muslim sisters worldwide and i think that's one of the reasons why we created this podcast. Mm I went to a religious international school. By religious, I mean if you are caught talking to a boy, your teachers will keep an eye on you. And if you get caught in a room with a boy, then you're getting called to a disciplinary room. I met a boy at this school. We lost contact when we entered college, but six years ago, I found out that my ex-roommate was friends with his sister. I reached out to her to tell her that I was interested in getting his number to get back in touch. I got it, and we talked about meeting again Finally, Here's the first red flag, but I ignored it. He had an open house for Eid and I went to visit. All his relatives kept pointing to this other girl who was also there saying to him, hey, isn't that your girlfriend? He kept saying that that they were just friends and she looked at me with these really leery eyes. I should have known that apparently he was giving false promises to multiple other girls and that this girl happened to be the one his relatives had been meeting in the past months. Oh dear. Then he called me out to a first date, and our first date was at McDonald's. Oh my God. (laughs) That
1: was terrible. It's okay. Anyway, we've been there,
0: we've been there. <laughs> After dinner, we sat in the car and he essentially trauma dumped by sharing that he was supposed to be getting married to someone he met in college, but she married someone else. Because of her, he fell into depression to the point where he shut himself at home for two whole years. The details were vague. But he was he also brought up that he was consuming trigger warning child pornography.
1: oh the billah.
0: No. Guys, trigger warning, sorry.
1: Did we say trigger warning, child pornography? No. Oh my God. Okay.
0: Guys, trigger warning. This is quite disgusting. So this part is going to be about child pornography. The details were vague, but he also brought up that he was consuming, trigger warning, child pornography during this time. I felt very uncomfortable, but I also felt sympathy. Was he that broken or was I broken for feeling bad for someone who consumed actually... Sickening Same
1: content.
0: Thing. What the fuck? No, no, no. continue, continue, continue. Oh, that night was when the second red flag came falling down on me, babes. This I don't is know not why a red the, flag. This is crimson. This is run away. This is send him to jail. No, this isn't even. This doesn't even warrant flags. This is leave, leave, and do not turn back. Okay. He insisted on driving my car around the city. We drove to McDonald's using our own cars. Please be warned, there is non-consensual content following this situation. When we were on the road, he coerced me into giving him oral he kept bringing up how I came to his mind when he was depressed and that he would not go back to McDonald's if I didn't at least give him one. Unsure how to say no, I asked him, Isn't it too early for this? Shouldn't we wait for marriage or at least some kind of agreement for a relationship? Astaghfirullah. And he answered with, Are you slut shaming me? How bl- <laughs> That's the gaslighting. He forced her into it, essentially. And he forced her
1: this guy's an narcissist. from when he said he was trauma dumping on the first bloody date. I knew he was a narcissist. Anyway, continue, continue.
0: I don't think he realized it was non-consensual, but I had to agree because I wanted to get home. Do you know how many people that happens to? Anyway, we'll talk about this after at that rate, I was going to arrive home at 2am for some reason. I was really blinded at that time and we kept going for dates and he coerced me to meet his relatives. I knew about being one of the few girls he talks to because he does not have any male friends. So I wanted him to be more honest about it rather than stringing, stringing anyone along. Suddenly, after months of meeting up, he told me that he broke off with all the other girls and asked me to marry him. At that point, I figured that because I already met his relatives, I thought, sure, this would be, this would be serious. At the time, I had started a new job as a reporter and he was still completing his studies. He was held back by, by two years because of his depression. Mm, I don't feel sorry for this man. However, he was a man who praised five times a day. Even if he actually spent his 20s meeting girls, I'm not sure what he does with them. We got married early 2018. It was a simple and sweet wedding. I cried when he completed the aqd. A- I don't know why I cried. I thought they were tears of joy and maybe it was because I never thought a man would actually say aqd with my name. But I picked the lowest... Or the lowest men to do so when we first agreed to getting married I told him I didn't want a child before we were financially stable with him still studying and I only started my job I wanted him to at least get a job first in the meantime we were living in my parents home while my parents lived overseas prior to the wedding I'd been living in a house alone when my parents weren't around since I started a job i have been paying for the electricity water and bills oh my god this is just getting worse not even one month into our wedding he called me up from the dorms to say I want a child as soon as possible I cried on the other side of the phone I cried because I thought we already established an understanding he insisted I take off birth control and we leave it to Allah I went off for four months and returned to taking birth control because I was getting stressed and scared because he still had not done or completed his studies. By 2019, my patience was beginning to thin. My parents offered us an apartment to live in, which we previously rented out by relatives, at which we would start our own lives together. When I brought the idea up to him, he was upset and said, instead, we should just move into my parents' place so we don't have to pay for anything. This man! (laughs) I understand the communal living life is very traditional and common practice among Asian families, but it was not something I could live with. I had been living alone for at least five years at this point and I liked my space. Naturally, I wanted to move into a place where I could be alone with my own husband safely as well. Eventually, he gave in to at least paying for the internet at the new place. However, we ended up never moving in. At some point, I stopped sleeping in the same room as him because I would really get emotional after intercourse. I wanted to talk and he would just sleep. I wanted emotional connection, but to him, it was just touch and go. I would sleep in a living room so I could leave for work easily while he slept in our bedroom. Things began to crumble when he began to intern at an old school as a teacher. Oh, my God. He said the kids will tell him... They miss him over the weekends, and then he would ask another group if they missed him too. As someone who knew about his background, I was disgusted by the idea of him forcing children to tell him they missed him. I want to report this man to the police. I just feel sick. Okay. Physical content warning. He told me that he received a lot of attention from female students and one even gave him a bar of chocolate. When I got home that day, he offered the bar of chocolate, which he already taken one bite of, and asked me if offering the bar of chocolate was cute. I looked at the chocolate and said it wasn't cute of him to do so and within a split second he slapped me. He told me I was supposed to say yes. <sighs> We continued to sleep apart until one day during dinner I asked him if he wanted to go back to working out. He said he was happy with his body but he told me that I I scammed him into thinking my breasts were larger than they actually were. No it's at this point we weren't sleeping with each other or had any sexual relations let alone touch for at least five months I had no desire for a husband who only wanted sex and no conversation with him when I told my mum about him slapping me and telling me that my body was not attractive my mum tried to tell me to have sabr and asked me why it took so long to tell that he slapped me it happened weeks ago at this point she said that was only the time that it happened right Honestly, I understand where it came from, but it made me feel extremely lonely. Oh... Late 2019, my parents had plans to go to Switzerland and asked me. They said if I wanted to join, we had to pay our own due, and my husband said that he did not want to join because he does not have the money. I wanted to go because I like travelling once per year. When my parents realised that we were having troubles, they insisted on paying for his part of the trip so we could we could try and reconcile during the trip. At the end of the day, we could not reconcile, and when the lockdown happened, he essentially moved back to his parents' place. We lived separately though still husband and wife on paper until july 2020 when we finalized our mutual divorce alhamdulillah oh. i wondered why it was so easy because he typically objected to my decisions but it turns out he brought another girl home during the same week that we went to i think she means sharia akor Mm. for their divorce among the reasons i listed for our divorce was that he did not provide any to me throughout our marriage and that we were not in, in that we were not compatible i did not disclose any emotional abuse i experienced because there were many little things that built, built up my resentment at this point however i also knew that a lot of my family members would find it hard to believe me to this day i still get some of my issues with him dismissed He was a man who prayed five times, but he was a man who did not have the foundations of a good husband. I loved his family, and that was probably one of the reasons why I was drawn to marrying him. But at the end of it, it was really not worth the trouble. And alhamdulillah, I am happier now. Funnily enough, I have a more halal relationship with my current partner, who's yet to convert to Islam. Please make da'a for us. I see the makings of a better Muslim man in him. This man needs to be reported to the police. Wallahi, he needs to be in jail. That's disgusting. And the fact that he's even exposed to working with children is making is giving me anxiety. It's because he's never been reported. And that's just sad. He needs to be on a sex offender register. He does. Okay. And, you know, there's just so much to unpack here. And it's just such a traumatic um, experience for her as well. And I don't want to... A victim bash because i feel like a lot of emotional and physical a lot of emotional abuse comes from the guilt that they make you feel mm. um but i just think this happens to a lot of people in secret and like the more and the biggest issue is that one paragraph about when she spoke up and actually told her mum that he slapped her the, their favorite line to use is sabr. Like, why is patience your first thing? Why is not reacting to the fact that your daughter, if he's slapping her, you must think what else he's doing to her. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, and the fact that just the emotional abuse from family, the lack of support, the fact that he, she's like, in this situation that she can't get out of Mm. it's like so many things piled on top of each other so I understand why um the first thing she does isn't go to the police or tell someone like what a sicko
1: Mm. because there's just so much and yeah she has no one she's got an unsupportive family she hasn't doesn't sound like she's got any friends that she can confide in she doesn't have anyone in her ear telling her the right thing to do she's just stuck with this sick man yeah, who's just basically emotionally and physically abusing her. Uh, not to, notwithstanding all the other things that he's doing as well. Like it's just I don't know, it's hard. And the thing is, like, it's easy to sit here and say, "Oh, we should have looked at the signs in the beginning." No, but yeah. he basically, like, he 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 just sounds like. Like, a narcissist. Yeah. The way he even went about pursuing her, like, the first thing he did when he was alone with her was trauma dump, to make Make himself, her, yeah. yeah, make, make himself her feel, feel sorry for him. Yeah, make her feel guilty. Um... Even, like, the bit in the car when he, like, coerced her to give him oral. Like, I feel like that happens a lot. So
0: often. And
1: women end up feeling shame or, like, feeling... You know what I mean? Because you don't want to do it. They don't want to do it, but they're essentially coerced. And then they're the ones that are slut-shamed at the end of the day. Like, there's just so many things in here that are just reminiscent of things that are just happening in women's lives across the world. Yeah. Like, little bits of, like, this entire story... Happens to people on a daily basis, and people don't tend to speak up about it. They just feel rubbish, and it's like a traumatic thing that's happened to them. They can't really speak up about it because it's buried
0: in your. Yeah, it's just because of
1: fear of being judged. Yeah. So you just live with it.
0: Like, it's just, I don't know. And the thing is, living, unless like, the thing is, living with trauma, it's like you can forget about it. And I think growing up, we were raised in a like I get it i maybe our backgrounds are a bit different like I could speak to my mum about things but there's definitely things that I couldn't speak to my own about like in this situation I think I could even approach that I'll be honest but it's like you know when you live with trauma and it just even if you hide it it manifests in your head in different ways and it affects you subconsciously in different ways Mm. so like for her, I just feel so bad for her. Like, she went through so much. And I'm happy because there's a good
1: outcome here that she left him. Yeah, and that she's with someone who, who in, a, in a healthy relationship. But these things are never going to... No. She's never going to forget these things. Mm-mm. And that's the saddest part.
0: Yeah. But I think one thing that's really good about it is the fact that she shared her story with us. Because... Mm. There's so many of you guys that are listening to this and you might not, and you might be in a similar situation or you might get caught up in a similar situation. Like at least you know,
1: like there's people there that have experienced this and you can at least catch it out and be like, yeah, look out, you can look out for the signs now because you can, you can basically learn from these stories that there are like, they manoeuvre in a very specific tactical way. So if you're able to pick up on those signs early on, at least, you know, you have that knowledge and that reassurance that you know what they're doing but a lot of girls are young they're vulnerable they've never been in relationships before like do you know what I mean yeah and it's just the need
0: obviously to and I don't want to bring it back to religion because obviously not everyone is religious and it's very easy for us to come on here and be like well, you know what? You shouldn't be dating anyway or you shouldn't be seeing a guy and this is why Allah has brought up this hikmah. I get it,
1: but it happens and it it's like- ignore. exactly. You, you cannot ignore the fact that it it happens. Yeah. And you cannot ignore that there are a bunch of people that need to be taught the healthy way to do this. Exactly. It's the same with like, you know, for example, like obviously you shouldn't be like having sex or whatever, but if if I was to find out that my child was doing that, but if I did- you would want to be able to teach them how to do it safely. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Use contraception. Exactly. But it's like, how can like a Muslim person go to their parent and even like? Do you know what I mean? There's just yeah, such a like, knowledge so gap. Hard. Like it really pisses me off. It's like, but it's like
0: what I just feel like we need that though like especially as women we need to have a safe space to talk about things yeah where it's like and we're not saying it has to be on our podcast but what I'm trying to say is everyone needs an avenue or a space to be able to be heard yeah like no matter what it is
1: regardless of what they're doing
0: like no judgment just so you can absorb what's happened because life can be fucking shit sometimes yeah and we need to deal with it and I just, and these
1: things, and the thing is like, it's like you cannot ignore, like let's say for example something's happened, like if it's happened one time, for example, like how how can you like turn away from that person that has come to you and basically, this is what, this is the issue with parents. Yeah. It's like the the first thing that they're going to say is just something off, uh. some sort of judgment or something that is, you know, like... Uh, written in scripture do you know what I mean something that is just going to turn them away from you there is no kind of like healthy conversation there's no evidence-based conversation that you're having with this child you're literally just making them feel like shit and it's the wrong way to do it
0: I think it's for me I feel like it's the facade of like having your daughter married off and she's you know she's married she's happy she's in a life you don't want to break a home the stigma of being a divorced woman all that stuff and it's like are you putting that before listening to your child who is actually going through something emotional and I don't even want to like blame parents because not all parents are like that but I just think actively speaking now in 2023 I was about to say two um I just think we need to develop those relationships with our mums, with our families, with our aunties, with our cousins with and sisters. with older sisters and just find a confident that you can at least have conversations with, especially mm. if you get married and, um, and let's say, and you know, most marriages are happy I, and I'm not, I'm obviously we always talk about crazy stuff that happens in marriages, but most marriages are happy, but the ones that aren't, you need a space to be able to vocalize that. Yeah. So I don't know man. <sighs> anyway, and this man I don't even want to address him. No, I just, he's gone. Ill, he's out like, of here. And I Allah. really hope <laughs> I really hope like we always say Allah reveals the bad person and we just hope Allah reveals this man for who he is and he doesn't get a job with chopped like, back to I mean, the
1: relevant authorities yeah within that within that country within his home country
0: yeah and he goes
1: to jail or just something or just just Before, he's with someone else now he's going to strike again he's going to do the same thing to this new man someone girl. else yeah so he needs to be stopped and I just I, I don't think it's even on a social ma- it's not a social matter anymore it's literally like it's public awareness. Yeah. There is a predator on the loose.
0: Literally. But I think the final thing that I kind of want to like end it with is, um, oh my God, baby brain, my, my thought is gone. What was I going to say? The Don't
1: final know. thing that we're going to summarize <laughs> with is, gone. if ever you're feeling as though something isn't right or you have your intuition yes, basically crying out for some something speak to someone honestly air it out talk about speak it to someone you trust and get someone else's opinion and someone else's perspective because people and
0: are very some people are very good at manipulating you mm. manipulating your emotions mm. what you do for them how you treat them how they make you feel mm. and they can spin stories to make you feel like am I the problem? Like, okay, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Mm. When really it's it's them, that's the issue. And I think, I think you need to be, I think you need to experience it to understand it. But I think the biggest thing, the biggest lesson that we can give you right now is just really listen to your intuition, like Colton said, and learn the way narcissists operate.
1: And another thing that I was going to say on the communication point is, like when you're in a situation like this, you get so stuck in the situation that you don't see any avenues out. But as soon as you speak to someone else, it's like they basically give you some sort of like rational perspective. I don't know how to describe it, but you know, when you're in the situation, you're like, oh, my God, like this is just my life. Now. Yeah. And then you speak to someone about your life and then you're and they say and they say to you, this is alright. No, yeah, you need to move. And, and then, then suddenly you switch on. Yeah. Like you need to have someone that that literally wakes you, at, up. wakes you up. Like I can't even stress this enough. You need to talk about your problems. In twenty twenty three, people need to actually speak about their problems. I don't even care. And if it and you know what, if you're
0: ashamed that you don't want to tell your family or your friends and there's also this notion that says, Yeah, and I've been seeing this on TikTok recently, like a way to keep a healthy marriage is to not talk about your problems as one of the big topics that are coming up and i get that
1: i don't think you should talk about every single problem but if you you need to be able to differentiate between small problems that you know you can handle and big problems that are way out of your control and
0: they're affecting everything like it's getting to the point where it's affecting your life you're unhappy you're depressed, you are literally uh you're nothing of the person that you used to be. If that is how you feel, then you need to go speak to someone. It doesn't need to be your family or friends. go speak to a therapist, yeah,
1: but if you, you don't feel comfortable speaking to your family and friends honestly,
0: impartial person, do you know what I mean, and it will give you a different understanding, but the biggest thing for me right now, I just feel like do not sit in silence. Do not feel like this is your life, and and to end it off, number one, you deserve to be loved. If a husband is making you feel like you're ugly, or he's commenting on your body, or he's calling you fat, or you've changed, I'm sorry, like who are you? You don't. That's not a person that loves you. Secondly, no one should coerce you into having sex or have any sexual relations, even if it's your husband. That's rape, right. and you know what? Ma- rape in marriage exists. And it's not a joke. It happens quite a lot, actually. And you need to be aware of that. So you should not be with someone that is making you feel like you owe them sex. I'm so sorry, you don't.
1: Do you know what I find so crazy is that um, marital rape was only criminalised in 1991. Is that not scary? Is that not scary?
0: 1991. That wasn't even that long ago. He can literally rape you like any rapist can. And it's even more scary because you're married to him. You share a life with him and it's scary. You have like no man should own your body. Now I get it. I just, I know, I don't even get anything. I'm so sorry, no one can force you to have sex. That's the honest truth. And if you're not having sex with someone, there is a reason. Because the natural way the body works is if you love someone, you like them, and you have emotions for them, you naturally gravitate to want to, like, take, rip their clothes off. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if there's a reason why you're not having sex, if then you're, you know. If you're,
1: if, you, if you're actively going into a separate room to be away from him because you feel like shit, that's not a relationship that you should be in at all like what the hell are you doing
0: I saw this thing with that with a um with this therapist I see every everything I see is on TikTok don't judge me but the lady said um a healthy relationship basically means having sex um like one to three times a week oh I know found that very interesting
1: What's it's unhealthy to go above one to three
0: no, it's very healthy. If you do more, it's oh. even more healthy. But anything after one time, like one time a week, is good. apparently is means that the cracks are showing. So if if like if you haven't had sex with your partner in over two weeks, oh. there's cracks. Apparently, there's an issue. There's an issue. There's a pending doom. But that and and there was a huge study done, by the way, in a long, um, in a lot, and it was like done for like a period of ten years mm. on a lot of couples. But the what I'm trying the point I'm trying to make is, I mean, not everyone's got the same libido and there's obviously different issues, but what I'm trying to say to you is yeah, don't be forced into having sex. That's all I'm saying, especially if you're married and you know why you don't want to have sex, so yeah. Yeah. Leave it at that.
1: I guess that's it really. Any rounding comments? none from me
0: none from me guys we really hope you've enjoyed this episode thank you so much for sending in your scenarios that was a really um, intense one Mm, very eye opening as well Mm. so thank you so much and you guys let us know in the YouTube comments um, what you guys think and if you've experienced something similar and also what advice you would give for her moving forward even though she has moved on yeah Um,
1: I just want to say that I'm really happy that you've moved on and that you're feeling a lot happier in your life right now. Yeah. Like, that's just, I was just, honestly, I can't even imagine what, like, she's gone through in the life, And that's a testament to
0: the type of person that she is. I Barak.
1: And you know what? At the end of the day, Allah tests those whom he loves. Indeed. And I feel like this was your test. And And may Allah allow you to enter Jannah through the way that you handled this.
0: Ameen. Ameen. All right, guys, don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and download the episode. And we shall see you next week, inshallah. Bye. Bye.